Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 290. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. And welcome back to 30 Podcasts in 30 Days, session 29, second to last. Wow. It's been crazy. It's been nuts. It's been uh, a commitment. Interesting, shall we say, at the least. Um, Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I've learned a lot. I've remembered a lot. I've realized a lot. And it's going to result in nothing but a better show for you kids and myself, I believe. Um, it's reminded me about a lot of the reasons I started podcasting, why I podcast at all, and, uh, it's brought a lot of the fun ideas back, uh, a lot of those feelings that I used to get, and, uh, I think it's just been a lot of the freedom of being more concerned with the challenge and the goal of just getting the 30 podcasts done and out uh, than the actual content or its quality, that it's made it uh, fun and easy, a little nonchalant, which is where the podcast started originally. We had so much fun with it. Not that I don't have fun with it anymore, but we had so much fun with it. And that's what I've learned. I really got to kind of continue to focus on injecting into the show. People always liked the show because it was fun and there were good chats and good times. Uh, we'll continue to bring that to you, you know, as best I can. Um, I just finished parts two and three of Crisis on Earth X. Bravo, CW. It was a strange mix of awesomeness and the usual overboard cheesiness, but it was handled really well. I'm, you know, for action on TV. It was uh, it was TV action, but it was the best of TV special effects action. They stepped it up with the powers. You know, one of the things that's been getting to me about the shows, watching the CW shows, is the action choreography has gotten a little stagnant. It's gotten a little repetitive, and you can only kind of focus so much on that. It's almost like I glaze over the fight scenes a lot of the times now, but these ones I didn't. You know, they had a few of the usuals. It's, it, but they really, really focused on the on the powers, which was awesome because often we don't get enough of the powers and the just fight choreography kind of took a back seat as far as hand to hand. You know, <laughs> little things like why did Arrow and the Fuhrer have to be fighting on top of that car? <laughs> why was the street not good enough? They needed that platform for the good shot, of course. But you know. Uh, but like I said about the powers, superpowers were crazy. Loved them. Uh, they did a really good job. I like how they made Killer Frost. They gave her the Iceman slide. There's a weird thing about the CW shows, how they just blatantly 
toss out Marvel terms all the time. And in part one or two, they were flat out just talking about Spider-Man. How Jax could just become Spider-Man. What, you're going to turn me into Spider-Man? They don't care. Like, every episode's got some sort, of, some sort of obvious Marvel reference. And I don't know what that is. It's ballsy because of the fact that, are they just saying, we own TV? I don't, I'm not sure because those are movie characters they're talking about and stuff. And Star Wars, constant Star Wars references. You know, I think it's cool. I think it's fun because it's not mean or cheeky in any way. It's they're just fun references that if there wasn't this stupid uh, internet war that existed between the two, that you know, everybody'd be so happy, and I hope everybody is happy about it. But it was cool to see the Ray. That's an old school character, uh, and it was cool the way they did him and putting him in a relationship with Earth X's. Uh, Captain Cold, Leonard Snart, sorry, Leo Snart, and they, they, they flam, they made him very flamboyant. Uh, they brought him out of the closet in this episode, which I'm sure was uh, fun for Wentworth Miller, as uh, you know, he is of the gay persuasion, and got to play the character that way, and it was great. It was he was so positive. It was it was strange. It was weird to watch. <laughs> But it was fun. It was really fun, Captain Cold. I think he was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Uh, one of the cool parts was them all standing there in the uh, on the bridge of the Wave Rider. Every single one of them on the steps. And they had a reason to be there. It wasn't one of the other shots where they're all standing there and it's a cheesy, you know, superhero team walk down the street thing. You know, it was, uh, or, you know, four of them walking slow motion down the hall together, all behind Arrow. It was, they're all standing there, but it reminded me of an Alex Ross painting. You know, the way they all were there and focused on that one point uh, of the hologram of the Fuhrer. Um, I loved that shot. That shot of all of them was beautiful because it wasn't, they were, no one was moving, no one was walking. It was like an Alex Ross painting. It was a beautiful thing to, to look at. Uh, you know, the story was cool enough, actually. You know, I thought uh, General Supergirl there was pretty cool, man. She was uh, she was pretty badass, you know. I didn't expect... Uh, I expected the performance of a bad Supergirl from uh, Melissa Benoist would have been uh, a little more over the top, you know. I thought she would have chewed a little more fat, but she played that really, actually, kind of deeply uh, and really hard. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Of course, an amazing, the best Easter egg probably of the entire four parts was her asking General, would you care to step outside? Which, of course, is a reference to uh, when Superman said that to Zod in Superman 2. Uh, so that was very, very cool to have that go down. Uh, and that wrapped everything up nicely. It was, it was contained well, uh, you know. I've heard people say the end felt a little forced. I can see what they're saying, but I didn't feel it that way. You know, it all led up to the super fight like it was supposed to. Uh, but we lost Martin Stein. That was sad. I did uh, I did well. I did get the back of the eye welling up, uh, especially when Jax went home to tell Clarissa. Um, you know, that was sad. And they were all down on their knees in the doorstep there. That part kind of got to me a little bit. But uh, overall, fantastic, fantastic crossover. Uh, everybody got their part, even if it was them having to play the bad side. 
of things, you know, but everybody got to pop up here and there. I'm trying to think. I don't think anybody missed out. I think the entire cast of every show got at least a moment in there somehow. And uh, bravo, CW, you're you're doing it right. You know, it's there's something about these shows because they're on TV. I'm willing to forgive the cheese and the goofiness of it all because you have to keep it that lighthearted when it's a week after week after week thing. I don't like it to that extent in my DC movies. I don't think it's necessary. I thought Thor Ragnarok, as cool as it was, as rock and roll as it was, did border on goofiness, absolutely. And uh, I don't need that. I thought Justice League had just the right amount. They didn't go too far, which was something I had been worried about. So uh, they pulled off that balance nicely in the movie. It felt more like the uh, quippy back-and-forth humor that you hear in the uh, in the animated features. Again, I said this before on the show. It was like watching one of the WB animated features when I was watching Justice League. And I find the CW shows to be a little little goofier but like i said you got to keep it up somehow you got to keep it super fun because it's tv and you can't get that invested you know like people are going to give up on deep character stuff uh you know when it's a superhero in this situation unless you can do something like a netflix show and go deep like a like a punisher or a daredevil or a jessica jones you know, that's, I think that's the only way to do it. I mean, obviously, you're not going to see any of those shows to that kind of extent uh, on regular cable. So you got a choice with CW. You go all the way one way or you go all the way the other way. And uh, they, they, they handle it nicely. They do it well. So bravo on Crisis on Earth X. As I'm reading from the Internet, a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. A lot of people on my social media feeds have enjoyed it. And it was tons of fun uh, it's exciting to think about what they're going to do next year um you know uh we've seen themiscura now and we've heard about bruce wayne i think it's only a matter of time uh we're gonna have to see where Warner brothers goes with everything maybe they'll loosen up with the shows a little bit more now even that you know as much as they say justly wasn't a success i think it was and i think it uh, a lot of people aren't mentioning the fact that it had uh it had a big pickup after that apparently disappointing $94 million box office. I mean, how does a money movie make that much money and be a failure? I don't understand. Why is it a failure unless it does better than a Marvel movie or is better? It's a ridiculous concept. These movies are such different formulas and in such different, you know, universes that I, I there's no comparing. I don't comprehend it. Just let them be. Let them do their own things. I mean... You know, why are movies so important? I mean, these are the things we grew up on. And now all that matters is that all the things we grew up on are live action. We have to see them because of today's, you know, digital era and things can be done so well. I mean, for many years, of course, they went too digital, but now they've learned that the actual truth of the special effects mastery is to, you know, combine the practical with the digital. And, uh,. You know, it's led to some amazing stuff. So can't we just enjoy it all? Uh, I don't understand why it's so important. Sure, Marvel makes has this incredible legacy of these amazing movies, you know. Um, let's not forget Superman, 1977. Let's not forget Batman, 1989. Made all these things even possible. Can't we just love it all? Can't we just get along? Love it all? By the way, DC Comics are kicking ass. I mean, remember, remember that part of it? Remember where all these movies came from? Remember the comic books? 
because the DC ones, which I still collect, are kicking ass. So you should all get on it. Uh, it was session 29. <laughs> session 29. 30 podcasts in 30 days, National Podcast Post Month. Just about there. I'll be back at you tomorrow, November 30th, with session 30. And we will have accomplished our task. We will have completed our goal. We will have recorded and produced and released and published 30 podcasts in 30 days. But for today, that is all we are going to have on an elegant weapon. Take it easy.